You're listening to Dig in the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake. And yes, welcome to the show. Good to have your company again. I'm Russ up here in Lancashire and Jake is with us from Derbyshire. I hope you're there, Jake. Here loud and clear, Russ. Great to yeah, be back. Good, good to hear you as always. And uh, we're battling the wind and the rain up here, actually. We've had terrible storms this last week up here in Lancashire. What's it been like with you? We've been quite lucky weather-wise. We tend to be in Derbyshire. We miss a lot of the worst weather. Yes. Uh, so we are quite lucky on that front. Oh, it's been... And, and last night, actually, it was absolutely dreadful, I've, I've got to say. So, uh, anyway, we're mopping up here, but on with, the, on with the show. Now, this show, we're talking about compost and alliums, and we'll be welcoming back, I'm pleased to say, Malcolm Kingswell. Uh, and Excellent. if you heard a show earlier in the year, Malcolm has an allotment down in South Wales, a thousand feet above sea level, and, uh, and we're looking forward to having a chat with Malcolm a little bit later in the show but uh, before then Jake just tell us what what you've been up to uh, in the last month or so. Um, well I've been doing quite a lot of, lot of harvesting I've still got a lot of brassicas um, harvested all my squash and pumpkins now parsnips are absolutely delicious since the frost um, carrots the herbs are going well the um, perennial herbs um, yeah I've planted I, I did, onions and garlic um, I've seen some photos on tidying your, the beds. Uh, Facebook page about your your parsnips they look absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, because um, uh, as you know, I do no dig, and the traditional thought of parsnips is that the only way to get them to grow straight is not to add manure and yes. to get a really fine silt. But I don't do that at all. I just put cardboard down and mulch, sow into the mulch, and I get parsnips that are eighteen inches long. Oh, they look just incredible, don't they? Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> yes, and once the frost gets them as well, uh, again, mm. the, the taste will change again, I guess, won't it, Now, Yeah, they're lovely and sweet. Fantastic yeah. for the Christmas dinner table. And I've seen your mounds of cardboard that you must be collecting everywhere you can. Yeah, um, a lot of time they just recommend using cardboard when you start doing no dig, but yes. um, I... I I don't like weeding at the best of times, so I tend to use it annually just to help keep the weeds down um, from seeds that might have fallen there during the year. Yeah, and a a good year for your squashes too? Yeah, they've been fantastic, yeah. Um, I must thank my friend Lynn, who gave me some Crown Prince um, plants this year. I've never grown it before, and they're absolutely brilliant. I will certainly be saving the seeds and growing them again. Well, actually, when we were talking to Colin, he knew that variety, didn't we? And he yeah. said they were uh, fantastic. So, uh, so they they've proven uh, proven to be right then. Uh, yeah, they're so tasty. Yeah, and some great colours too, wasn't there? Some blue ones there I've seen. Um, they're sort of a bluey, silvery grey. They're, yeah. uh, they're an amazing colour. They, they look- if people use use um, around Halloween time, if they've got orange pumpkins, if you yes. put them next to them, the contrast is lovely. That's right, that's right. Well, save some seeds for me, Jake. Get, get some in the post to us so when, you're, uh, when you're cleaning up your seeds. I'll, I'll give them a go next year myself, I think. Certainly will, my friend. Yeah, that, that's good, that's good. So anything else you've been up to? Um, basically tidying up, uh, yeah. end of the year jobs, uh, trying to make sure that... Um, oh, but, but I don't tidy up too much because I like to... Um, 
give the the wildlife somewhere to hide over the winter, yeah. keep warm. <laughs> Good idea. What, yes, yeah. What what kind of things have you been doing, Russ? Well, actually, not not a great deal. As you know, uh, Jake, I was um, hit mm. with COVID, unfortunately. Oh no! So I, I'm in the um, the ONS. Oxford University um, survey. So uh, mm-hmm. I started off having weekly swabs taken uh, yeah. and all started off fine. And then completely out the blue, I had a positive test. Absolutely no symptoms whatsoever. So it, it really me. just came out of the blue. And yeah. uh, so that was my first quarantine period there mm-hmm. and the whole household, of course. So I was going nowhere. Yeah. And I had three positive tests in the end. So I was in and out of quarantine like I don't know what. So Goodness me. Yeah, so I couldn't get out to, even though the allotment was just around the corner, I thought it best not to yeah. go out anywhere, you know. And uh-huh. um, so the poor old allotment was uh, neglected for, I don't know, about yeah. four weeks, I suppose. And, and of course, I'd, I'd, I'd just get out of that and we're in the second lockdown now, yeah. of course. Oh, no. Um, but yeah. last week... Last weekend was really the the first full weekend I've had on the allotment. Uh, and as you said, it's just a case of, for me, a, a bit of tidying up, uh, yeah. a bit of clearing up. Uh, I'm letting a few things go to seed, like the run of, run of beans, save those for next year because yeah. I had a good crop of those. Finished off harvesting the, the, the apples as well. I had a yeah, great yeah. year for uh, apples and, uh, and pears as well. Fantastic. Yeah, there. So it's just been a tidy up. I've I've got uh, obviously kale still in, sprouts and cabbages still in, beetroot mm-hmm. and uh, and leeks as well. So um, looking good. So it's the big kind of clean and tidy up and uh, yeah uh, and planning for next year. Of course, that's the exciting mm-hmm. thing. We said we would uh, talk about compost and alliums, uh, Jake. What do we need to know? Right. Uh, well, we've had a question from Alex Smith in London. Yeah. Uh, about a problem that she's been having uh, with uh, leaf miner, uh, which are kind of greyish brown flies that are about three millimeters long. And yes. if you see white dots down the side of your leaks, that's a sign that they've been around puncturing there. And uh, and you, okay. quite often people will find li- little orangey brown lumps inside the leaks when they cut them. And that's the larvae of these leaf miners. And there's a variety of problems you can have with uh, alliums, things like onion fly and leek moth. And there's not really any organic or inorganic ways of treating sort of them, as far as I know. No. The only thing I could recommend is if they're a problem in your area is covering them with mesh from the beginning. Okay, yeah, just to stop the infection at an early early stage. Yeah, yeah, uh, to, to try and stop the flies getting anywhere near. Yes. So have you had any problems with that on your plot, Jake, or, or not? Uh, luckily, I've never had onion fly. Uh, no. Leaf miner, I've had it in leaks occasionally, but it's never been too bad. But I know some people are uh, inflicted with it really badly. So yes. the only not... thing I could recommend is keep them covered. Yeah, it's not something I've experienced or seen up up here at all, touch wood anyway. Yeah, and that uh, was from... it t- tends to be central yep. and eastern England uh, tends to get it mainly. Ah, okay. And and Alex was down in, in London, you say, at, at, on an yeah. allotment or garden in, in London? Yeah, thanks for the question, Alex. Yeah, thanks very much. Keep them coming in. Keep them coming in. Yep. And uh, a compost then, Jake. What's the secret to your compost mix? Um, well, I, I, as anybody who kind of reads, research compost knows you need a good balance between green and brown material in there compost is so important it's the engine room of any veg patch as far as i'm concerned so the kind of things that are 
easy to get hold of to put in your compost are things like your veg trimmings from, uh, from your kitchen. Yes. Um, anything you cut down on the plot, um, you can put annual weeds on there, grass clippings. Yes. But they're all green, uh, as they termed, because they're yeah. high in nitrogen. So where do you get so the brown want... from then, uh, Jake? Well, uh, you can use leaves. You can use shredded paper. If you know somebody who works in an office, I'm really lucky that Helen works in an office, so she brings me bags of shredded paper. That's ah, brilliant. Great. Uh, you board, if you course. shred twigs from your garden, cardboard, yeah. egg boxes, uh, any sort of dead stems, or you can even use things like envelopes and and uh, junk mail that you get. Yeah, um, uh, provided it's, you can. It's, sorry, provided all that kind of stuff is really well shredded, it, it'll rot down pretty pretty well. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. And you can also put um, natural fibres in things like cotton and wool. If you cut it up small enough, it'll break down. And, and do you do the, the, the turning of it and, and have several bins where you, you move it from one to the other? Um, I, I've got bins, bins in my back garden, but I, I tend to try and make as big a heap as I can at the, at the allotment to try and uh, get it to cook, as they call it, as, yes. as quickly as possible. Uh, I, do, I do tend to turn it at least once. Yes. Because that does help get the air in, in there so the, uh, the organisms can get, get to work cooking the compost. Yeah, and it, and it gets up to terrific temperatures, doesn't it, if you put your hand in there? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know. Uh, it's amazing when you see the steam coming off in it winter. Is. A- absolutely it's a fascinating absolutely fascinating uh just these tiny mm. microorganisms just doing all that work isn't it oh it's it's a miracle of nature how, how do you tend to do your compost russ much the same really i've got three uh bins at the end of my allotment and i've got to say yeah. one of my winter jobs is they're getting well dilapidated isn't the word really but but they've seen better yeah. days Let, let's put it that mm. way so but i've got three bins and i tend to to shift from one to the other to the other you know o- over a period yeah. of you know six, sort of six months or so really just to make sure it's turned mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah. and aerated well but it's a similar thing just a, a good mix i don't i don't use paper or cardboard but i tell you what i do do i don't if you do these uh, this jake i've got a, a massive uh, cage where I make uh, leaf mould. Oh, leaf mould is wonderful stuff, and isn't I'm it? And I'm lucky, yeah. on, on the allotment uh, at the back of me, there's a line, an old tree line um, mm-hmm. there, so we get lots of leaves on the allotment anyway. Yeah. In the back garden here at home, uh, I've got two big old oak trees, so, yeah. which I curse, really, at this time of the year, because it covers the yeah. lawn completely with, with leaves. Yeah. But I... I just set the mower. I tried all sorts mm. of things to get them up, but I set the mower dead high, and it, it scoops them up, shreds them, and, and on they yeah. go. So um, brilliant. So that goes in the leaf mold, and I use a little bit of that mm-hmm. on the compost as well. Again, to mix in yeah. with the green, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, that, and that's pretty much. But I, I've I've never used you know cardboard or paper or or, or anything mm. like that, you know. Uh, but that's an idea, you know. I can uh, yeah. recycle it from the office and and all that kind of stuff. So uh, absolutely, reuse yeah. and recycle. Yeah, and then of course you're a no dig man, so you you uh, you top the old beds up uh, with with that. I, I tend to do it as uh, as beds clear from autumn. Um, yes. uh, so so uh, I put it put it down as soon as the beds are clear, really. And as uh, the great Charles Dowding says, that uh, the the goodness, the nutrients in compost doesn't get washed away. 
So in the spring, when you when you come to plant, the oh, nutrients yeah. are still in there. And it's just ready for planting then, and they get off to a great start. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and absolutely. it's a great way of smothering the weeds as well if you've got a good mulch down of there. Of course. Great stuff. So uh, I think it's about time, uh, Jake. We welcome back to the programme Malcolm. Malcolm Kingswell from his Brilliant. allotment down in South Wales. Are you there, Malcolm? Yeah, I'm here, Russ. Hi, great, great to hear you. Hi, Malcolm. You. Great to see you. And Jake, of course, you—I uh, think you missed the interview last time with with Malcolm, didn't you? So yes, I did. Yeah. So g- great to have you with us uh, again, Malcolm. Uh, just in case um, we've got some uh, new listeners and they didn't hear the program earlier in the year, just give us a a, a quick insight into uh, where you are and and where your allotment. Uh, is 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 based so i'm uh, in south wales and uh we're in the valleys of south wales and i'm about a thousand feet above sea level yeah. um which has its impact on my growing season mainly making it shorter than probably a lot of people so i, I tend to have to get things started real early and yes. the season tends to finish early so there's some of the challenges that's right. That's right. And I, and I guess uh, we were just talking about compost uh, making there with uh, with Jake. What what's your kind of top tips that you can uh, pass on to the listeners about uh, your compost making? I, I guess the most important thing I, I make a lot of compost because, yeah. like Jake, I'm a no dig gardener. Um, I suppose the most important thing for me is getting a big enough mound of compost to get the temperature up because I use horse manure and it's got a lot of hay in it, I can get rid of those seeds if I can get the temperature really high. That's right, because, yeah, we were were talking earlier. Jake, you had a problem, didn't you, with with horse manure not that long ago? Uh, Yeah, um, the problem I had was the seeds in there. But uh, as Malcolm says, uh, what I didn't do is... um, get the temperature high enough in the mound to uh, cook the seeds away so uh, it's uh, it's really good to um, find out that malcolm can successfully use horse manure that's brilliant so do, do you cover um uh, jake and malcolm do you cover your your compost over to keep the heat in at, at all and, and yeah got- so i i get my um my heaps to about a, a cubic meter i guess something around that sort of size and then yeah. I put a, a protecting uh, membrane over the top just to keep the bulk of the water out yes. and then uh, turn it probably once or maybe twice before I use it. And that's uh, a year later. Yeah. And have you got the, the I call it the traditional uh, allotment compost bins made out of pallets? Is that what you both got as well? That's what I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. You All know, the same. Three sides um, fixed together, just that, making a, an enclosure, really. So nothing fancy? Uh, not at all. Not at all. Have you tried any of these, um, uh, what are they called, hot bins or something, supposed to speed it up? I see them advertised all the time in the, the sort of gardening magazines and things. Well, I, I was gifted a rotary composter, um, a well-used one, yeah. um, but I, and I used it for a short while. Um, unfortunately it rusted through but during the period that I had it as long as you rotated it every day every other day I found that it did speed the process up a a little but but not that noticeably so not sufficiently to rush out and buy a whole load of rotary and I I suppose it's as 
a small volume as well compared to the, the your, your sort of main bins as well yeah that's right i mean the... to be honest it's a it's a small scale operation compared to what i use yes. with the pallet yeah and I've, I've i've noticed malcolm on your plot i've been watching your your videos and and we'll, we'll come on to those a bit a bit later but your your compost uh, compost bins seem at the bottom of your allotment you've got a bit of a climb haven't you or is that is that the camera angle and you make it just look as if <laughs> as if you've got to climb up the rest of the plot no you're, you're <laughs> absolutely right a great observation russell my um, my allotment is on quite a significant slope and yeah. um the downside of that of course is that when we have wet weather the bottom of the allotment is pretty damp yes um so i tend to have the the compost bins down at that lower level where it's not so easy to grow things. Yes, yeah. I, I, I thought, and I could see it pushing the barrow up, and I thought, I mean, that you've got to be fit. Yeah, I, I always joke on the videos that I do that it's my gym because it certainly does keep me fit. Absolutely. And it's free, isn't it, as well? That's the thing. Yeah, I'm very fortunate because uh, I'm probably 100 paces away from my allotment um out the front door and i'm there in in a moment and yeah, uh, yeah. As you well say, that's the same as uh, me and uh, and i think that's the same with you isn't it jake as well very very close now to yours uh yeah about three minutes walk for me so a bit further than you but yeah <laughs> but it's so great isn't it you just step out and you you're there in the, in a in a minute or two you can't beat that can you no it's terrific i think it adds to the whole pleasure of it that you're it, not it traveling to and fro too far yeah, absolutely. So what what have your successes been then this this season, Malcolm? Uh, well, I'd say it's been a, a good season. Um, certainly had some failures, um, but I, I've done well with um, carrots and beetroot. Um, I spent a lot of time trying to grow my sort of perfect celeriac, and I've come as close this year as I've ever done, so really? I was pleased with that. Um and the run of beans were good, albeit that I had to pick them up a couple of times because of the high winds. Yeah, I had a, a it was a, a bit later actually, my run of beans, they were hit, and I, and I think we got hit with this, didn't we, Jake? A very, very late frost that we had that yeah, took. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It took lots yeah, of things out, didn't it? Uh, in, including the run of beans, but I, I left them in and a few of them came back, but I ended up mm. sowing. Uh, direct again i usually start them off in pots you know a bit, bit early in the year and uh, but but they they develop very very late but at, at the end of the day i had a great uh, crop off them and uh, and literally actually just just this weekend gone i've left a lot to go to seed which i collected for next year you know so uh, but but runner beans were great great up here were they a, a success with you jake i can't remember they were a bit late well they were yeah. very late starting but once they got going i had a good crop yeah sort of made up a, a little bit there so <laughs> some of the not so successful things malcolm can you tell us about well, that? Or you... <laughs> I've had um, I've had two um, fairly significant impacts on the allotment this year. Um, my onions and garlic suffered for some from some white rot, um, oh, no. which was which was very disappointing because white rot doesn't go away. It's mm. it's in your soil um, almost permanently once once you have it. Yes, um, you, you know, Malcolm, we were talking about that on the. On the last show, and we had uh, Colin McCauley uh, as a guest on the show, uh, and he grows uh, giant pumpkins, and and 
and onions, onions and garlic. Did he did he say, Jake, he planted 500 onion well, five, sets? 500 elephant garlic. Elephant garlic, that's right. And it was all hit... And yeah. um, and we were we were saying, is it? I don't know. It's it's years, isn't it, where it remains in the soil? Something like fifteen years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think once you've had it, you you pretty much got to avoid that space and see if you can grow um, alliums in another location on your plot. And that that's going to be my strategy going going yes. into next year. Gosh, what a shame! What a shame! And that's never happened and before. You're normally pretty successful with. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's never happened before. I know that there's been some white rot on the allotments that I'm on, and I guess it's inevitable at some time it'll travel. It can yes. get on your spade or your boots, and and then it's yes. it's moving. You know. Gosh, what a what a shame. Well, we won't dwell on that. I I, I know Colin was gutted, wasn't he, Jake? At his five hundred. Oh, absolutely, I'm not surprised. <laughs> and you you wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of Colin, being a, a an ex professional boxer, if you remember. <laughs> so, but he was a bit upset. yeah, he was a bit upset, wasn't he, with with that? Yeah. Um, and mm. any other successes then, Malcolm, to talk about? Yeah, it's been um, it's been a good and bad year in the polytunnel. I've had the best peppers I've ever grown, God. and. Tomatoes were hit by blight midway through the season, so I, I had uh, drama and success in the polytunnel. Yes. Well, that's the way that's the way it goes, doesn't it? Every year, something goes disastrously wrong, and then and you have some some great moments, don't you? Absolutely, that's uh, part of the challenge, and you, you try and work out a solution for the next year. For the next time, yes. Now, th- tell me, you you mentioned uh, j- just a little while ago that your season is is relatively short. There and I seem to remember when we last spoke, you start things off incredibly early. Well, so, well uh, compared to what I do, uh, and maybe Jake as well. So, what are you uh, preparing anything at the moment for next year? Yeah, so I've just uh, bought in my seed for my onions and peppers, and I'll be sowing those on the 1st of December. So, they'll come indoors in a heated propagator with lights and that'll get the season underway with with those two vegetables and, and how about you jake what what's the earliest you you start things off uh well i've planted um onion and garlic already in the ground um yes but uh, a lot of people find that they rot in the ground so if you live in somewhere where you've got quite boggy ground what i've done done in the past is um planted them in cell cells in trays yes and that's kept them I in did. the poly tunnel over winter yes that's exactly what 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 i do they still get that cold don't they but they're not uh, mm-hmm. not waterlogged and rot that's right isn't it now uh, malcolm on your video something that intrigued me was your pond yes and and well, I... what what stage are you at now i think when i last looked you were just planning it you started you were moving all the rocks out i think you just started digging there is it in now or no it's not in yet is um, it so I've, I've been planning to have a pond for some time and yeah. uh, I, I chose a space that to be honest had been a bit of a dumping ground over the years rocks and plastic so yes. spent quite a lot of time um, preparing the ground and then I've just started to outline the shape and start to take away the soil and I pretty quickly hit clay which is the sort of bedrock of my allotment, you know? Yes, that's heavy going. Um, so uh, still quite a lot to do, but uh, I tend to enjoy doing the groundwork during the winter months. Um, yes. It keeps me on the plot. And 
around my plot, there's quite a lot of uh, wildlife. And this year, during the year, there were newts inside the polytunnel. So I'm hoping wow. that they'll, they'll find their way across to a new pond. That's the plan. Oh, I'm brilliant. sure they will, won't they? That'll be brilliant. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, the normal sort of wildlife of the pond attracts yes. will be all good because I've certainly got plenty of slugs to feed them. <laughs> and, and that pond is pretty deep, isn't it? I mean, you've got a fair way down to dig if it's clay. Yeah, it's. Um, I suppose it's about um, 18 inch at its deepest point. And uh, yeah, the clay is going to take a bit of chunking out and I'm okay. doing it a bit at a time. Yeah, it's not one of those jobs that I, I can do sort of consistently, and I have to do it when the weather's right. Absolutely. Well, that'll keep you occupied over the winter months, then, or in the the short days anyway, or the weekends uh, that, yeah, that that you've got. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, I've got to say, uh, Malcolm, those videos that you produce um, on YouTube, the quality of them is fantastic. You must spend a fair bit of time producing those and editing them. And, and getting them up on, on YouTube, the, the quality is really very good. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's been an interesting journey. You sort of, you improve your technique as time goes on. And I think I've just topped 90 odd videos now. Wow. And I've found that as I'm doing the work, I'm thinking about how they're going to look. And it gets a bit more streamlined as time goes on, you know? Yes. And actually, I think you've got a, a lot more viewers and subscribers is that right uh, i just topped um just went past 500 um in the last month yeah so yes. it's it's building but you know the bottom line is that i i wanted to share what i do and yeah. and it's a great medium to do it. it it is and and you have the odd competition i've seen yeah i did uh, when i hit 500 subscribers i did a a couple of free books i'd done a book review uh video and i yes. i invited subscribers to um, enter into the competition, and I've just posted those off today. Ah, right, because I, I, I saw the one uh, there, uh, and, and it would have been a great book for you, uh, Jake, on your past allotment. I don't know whether you can uh, think about what it is. Um, uh, poly, uh, how to stop polytunnels blowing away? Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, not, not quite a bad to stop them, but it was a polytunnel book, I think, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the polytunnel handbook. It's... Uh, Try to help you, you know, use your polytunnel all year round, which I'm really not very good at. Excellent. Uh, you haven't got one anymore, have you, uh, Jake? You, you've got uh, your four or five greenhouses, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I gave up the struggle with the wind after the polytunnel blew away. So, uh, yeah, greenhouses have... <laughs> a stayed in place, thank goodness. <laughs> That's great. Well, Malcolm, it's been fantastic having a chat with you ag again. No doubt we'll speak again perhaps the, uh, the beginning of next season, just to see how it went over winter and, uh, and what your plans are for next year. Let's hope it's a better year in lots of respects anyway. And um, for anybody out there now, we're, we're going to talk shortly about uh, what, what's on TV and gardening programmes, but give your uh, YouTube channel a good plug here, Malcolm, while, you, while, we're, uh, while we're talking about it. Okay, dokie. Well, I upload my videos every Wednesday and every Sunday at 8 p.m. And the channel's called Allotments for Fun and Food. And it's just a record of my journey of keeping a fairly sizable allotment up together and the pleasures that I get from doing so.
Yeah, and I've got to say, and I think you'll agree with me, Jake, they're absolutely great videos, aren't they? Just to, to watch and take in. And they, They're uh, superb, they're inspirational, and uh, I, I love your... Um, uh, a, a, it's a real positive advertisement for no-dig gardening, because um, I saw, saw your video where you were, uh, were preparing the beds, and that was absolutely brilliant. Just shows how easy it is. Yeah, well, hopefully it will inspire people, and it's... Uh... I get a lot of nice comments, and uh, that's what motivates me to keep going. That's great. Well, keep at it, Malcolm, and uh, great to talk to you again, and uh, and we'll talk again sometime early next year. Oh, I look forward to that. You guys have uh, a great Christmas, and I'll see you the other side. You will. And you. Take care. Take care now, Malcolm. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye. And that was Malcolm Kingswell talking about his allotment a thousand feet up uh, down there in south wales and again malcolm's youtube channel is called allotments for fun and food so search for that allotments for fun and food or search for malcolm kingswell on youtube and you'll find all his fantastic videos there so what do you think about that jake that's um, a thousand feet up south wales on a bit of a slope how do you fancy gardening there Wow, it, it looks hard work, but Malcolm's got it cracked. His videos are absolutely brilliant. and They are. Basically, if he can garden there, anybody can garden anywhere. It, it's superb. It, it is. And it's, it's a bit like, you know, the beach grove, isn't it? Up there, in yeah. the, up in the sort of northeast of, of Scotland. If you can garden up yeah. there and grow things up there, then um, it, it's doable pretty much anywhere, isn't it? Like you said. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. A, a talking of which, beach grove has finished. Yeah, Gardner's well, world sadly. is finished. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do, Jake? <laughs> uh, I, I did. I did find one really good program that I've been uh, watching recently, which is yeah. on. I think it's on a channel called. Oh, it's on Together TV, uh, right. and it's called British Wild Gardens. Um, you can get to Together TV on Freeview or Sky or Virgin, okay. and it's Mike Dilger, the wildlife expert looking at yeah. uh, habitats across the country different habitats for wildlife and how people recreate them in their gardens oh brilliant yeah so he takes the natural environment and then tries to adapt it for what we can do at home yeah it's really really inspiring because obviously uh, as gardeners um, we uh, we do a lot to help uh, nature and wildlife and and by recreating those habitats we can encourage more wildlife into our gardens a- absolutely and, and, and you know what, it, there's, you know, we, we are very, very lucky. My um, garden at home here backs on to, to lovely fields and, and, you know, open spaces at the back. And yeah, you don't realise how lucky you are, do you, do you really? And all sorts of things pop into the yeah. garden from, from, from time to time, you know, from stoats and weasels I, I've had running around once or twice. And yeah. about a month, uh, well, probably two months ago now, a buzzard decided to come and, and, and wow. land in the tree. And it was enormous, absolutely an- enormous. Fantastic. And I, loved, I loved your video, video of a mole that you took as well. You know what? That was on the allotment, yeah. um, which is just around the corner here. And uh-huh. I'd never, ever seen a, a mole before. And, yeah. and I saw something the corner of my eye, mm-hmm. and I thought, what on earth's that? And looked a bit closer, and uh, yeah, and it was just a, a little mole scurrying around, you know. Wow. And I, yeah, I just happened to have my camera with me and, and just filmed it for a bit uh, there. <laughs> but but fascinating, absolutely. And then it mm. disappeared, you know. It, yeah. It, and 
Yeah, you can't beat it. And, it, and it's your, your, your mm. natural kind of defences against pests, isn't it? That's what we've got to remember. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, if we work with nature, then nature pays us back with b- bountiful crops. It, it is. You know, and I hope those, well, I'm sure they will, those uh, newts on Malcolm's plot there, I mean, they, they're going to uh, enjoy that that pond when he when he finally gets it in there. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so there's no Gardner's World, there's no Beach Grove, so we're left with um, the iPlayer Jake. You know all about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, next flicks, YouTube, of course, where we can see allotments for fun and food with, uh, with Malcolm on there. What else we got? The ITV Hub, I suppose. And, and just search out your, your, um, your gardening programs um, and, uh, over the winter months. I, I think that's going to be the order of the day, isn't it? Yeah, and there's some fantastic YouTube channels, um, all sorts of inspirational gardeners. And people garden in different ways and it's a great way of le- learning new things and think oh i've never never done that i'll try that yeah absolutely and uh i found a great little film on uh, amazon prime uh for those people that um can subscribe to that and uh, it's just a short film i think it's about half an hour it's mm-hmm. called a garden experience growing organic um mm-hmm. as i said it's a 30 minute film and it's uh, about the Charmaine Nyman Community Garden, and that's in uh, uh, Bear Creek. Uh, and you can probably guess by the name, that's in the United States. Uh, it's part of Bear Creek National Park, and that's El Paso, mm-hmm. Colorado Springs in, in the USA. Uh, and yeah. it's a great little half-an-hour film. I don't know whether you've seen it, uh, Jake, yet? Yeah, yeah, I watched it earlier this evening. It's an absolutely brilliant film. I love the way that the garden, the community garden, has really brought people together uh, people have made friends it's and also the angle of it's helped a lot of people with their mental health health issues as well uh, absolutely absolutely and and the amazing thing is every year it, it's kind of plowed over isn't it and, yeah. and tilled um uh-huh. and it starts afresh every year Mm-hmm. And it, just uh, amazing. And um, so uh, we're fortunate on, on the next show, we should be talking to um, Karen Smith, who Fantastic. is from the uh, Bay Creek Garden Association, and they look mm-hmm. after the, uh, the community garden, or allotments as we yeah. call it, uh, there. Uh-huh. And um, we may just have the filmmakers on, that, uh, Nancy Bentley and John Atkinson. So, that would be um, fantastic, that. Yeah, so hopefully on the next show, uh, we can all get together and just talk about that uh, about that wonderful film. So if anybody has uh, uh, Amazon Prime and can have a look at that, just search for A Garden Experience, Growing Organic. Uh, and if you've got any questions you'd like us to put to the filmmakers of that, or Karen Smith, as I said, who looks after the Garden Association there, then, uh, then just contact us. I'll give you the email shortly and uh, and we certainly ask them your questions uh, no problem at all uh, i was just going to say one of the things i loved about the film was what a beautiful place with the mountains all around and what a lovely peaceful place to garden it is isn't it i, I don't know how far it is i mean we'll find this out when we talk to them how far mm. away it is from the nearest kind of town i I, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, but yeah. uh, uh-huh. but it is a beautiful place, isn't it? Like you said, and uh, but it's the people, isn't it? I think that make yeah. it uh, all different, all different backgrounds, and yeah. um, but all just seem to get on. And it's just a very gentle film, isn't it? About just life on an allotment, and it could be anywhere, couldn't it? Really, absolutely, it's lovely. Okay, Jake, I think yeah. 
that's pretty much it for this show. Right. That's okay. been absolutely brilliant again, Russ. No, no, no problem. Well, you look after yourself. Um, yeah, you take care. Big thanks again to Malcolm. He's such an inspiration. He's brilliant. He is. And, uh, and we'll be hooking up with Malcolm again, I'm sure, next year. And uh, just to find out what he's, what he's got planned and what he's been doing over, over winter. Okay, yeah. so if you have any uh, gardening questions... As I said, if you've got a question for the uh, the makers of the uh, Garden Experience Growing Organic film, just email us on skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. That's skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. Or you can message us on Jake's Facebook page, which is, Jake? Gardening Tips from the Village Idiot. Gardening Tips from the Village Idiot. Uh, check that out. Post your, your allotment photos up there. Your wonky veg, your wonky carrots. I've seen those, Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to get arrested yeah. for putting things like that up. <laughs> yeah, they're so funny, some veg, the way they grow. They, they are. They are. Well, look after yourself, my friend, and, uh, and we'll see you in about a month's time. Will do. You take care. Thanks, All Ross. All the very best. Take care now. You've been listening to Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake. <laughs>